You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon here, editor of Explore the Bible Students, back with you for one final session in the Book of Romans. We find ourselves in Romans 14, and it's Romans 14, verses 1 through 12, and the title of this session is Love and Freedom, and this is session 13. The central truth is following Christ means living in community. It requires loving others more than our own preferences. So Paul is going to unpack how to live in community with people of differing backgrounds, of differing perspectives, of differing um, values even in some ways. I mean, you have to remember Rome is dealing with something that a lot of churches in, in the first century were dealing with, and that's this idea of Jews and Gentiles coming together under the banner of Jesus. So you imagine two groups of people that have lived apart from one another, have judged one another to be less than, uh, for years have looked suspiciously on one another, have feared each other, have been trained by their own traditions to think ill, you know, to think less of one another. And that's what was going on with Jews and Gentiles. And now, because of Jesus, they're supposed to come together and, and be under the same roof and worship together and pray together, eat meals together, um, do life together. That's the idea of the Christian faith. It's not meant to be lived alone, and nor is it meant to be lived in uh, only in relationship with people who are just like us. No, the Bible values diversity. God values diversity. In fact, God's plan all along has been to call to himself a people of every tribe, tongue, and nation. Remember what he said to Abraham, right? You'll be a blessing, uh, he said to Abraham, and he said, all nations of the earth will be blessed through you. And so Jesus fulfills that by, by empowering his people to take the gospel to every tribe, tongue, and nation, empowering the, the members of the early church. Paul was one of those people in the early church who God empowered and equipped to take the gospel to the Gentiles. But now that the gospel has come to the Gentiles, what does life look like? What should Gentiles do? How should they live in community, in relationship with one another? Well, here in Romans, it seems pretty clear that there, was, there were some issues. There were Jews that were saying, hey, you've got to celebrate this certain day, or you've got to eat this certain way, and you can't eat that, and you do need to eat this. I mean, there were all kinds of Jewish food laws. And, uh, and then there were Gentiles going like, what in the world? These food laws are crazy, <laughs> right? I mean, this is sort of an example, but you know, the Gentiles are going like, what? I don't have to do that, do I? Um, and so Paul writes to them basically to tell them to get off each other's case, <laughs> you know? Um, and so... He's encouraging them to live with each other in an understanding way and not to judge one another on these things that don't ultimately matter, right? They're not first-tier issues. Paul's not saying, hey, uh, it's okay to if you're, it's okay if people in your church don't believe in the resurrection. Like the resurrection was a key truth in Romans. You don't waver on the reality of the historical resurrection of Jesus, that Jesus really did rise from the dead. Um, he, you know, up for debate here is not uh, whether salvation is by grace or by works. Paul makes that really clear. Those are issues we can't waver on. We can't um, compromise on. But diets and, and all these other sorts of things that are not first tier, you know, high, most important type deals, um, he says we ought to be able to, to give each other the benefit of the doubt. Um, in fact, he even seems to indicate that the people who were eating and weren't eating these certain things were, were trying to do that to the glory of God. So we need to give each other some grace. That's a big part of what this is about. 
that's part of what it means to live in a redeemed community and a community of redeemed people is that we give each other the benefit of the doubt. We love each other. Um, we assume the best of each other. There's a question here in your leader guide. It's question number three, and it says, what are the most common things, some of those common things that Christians fight and argue about? You might think about that in the context of your church, in the context of your students. Um, how can we think the best of each other? And then the next question is, are any of these worth the amount of time and energy we spend fighting about them, <laughs> and why or why not? Be a good thing to consider as we think about our priorities and how we're spending our time and energy. Are we investing our time and in energy in things that will uh, impact people and hearts and minds in, in, for, for the sake of Christ's kingdom? Um, and as you go on down into the now what section, um, it asks the question, what's worth fighting over? Question number 11, what's worth fighting over and what isn't? And how can we tell the difference? That'd be a good thing to consider as we think about, you know what's worth fighting over? Things we talked about earlier, the resurrection of Jesus, salvation by grace through faith. If there are people in and around our churches that are saying like, no, you can earn God's love and acceptance through your good works. That's worth saying, no, actually you can't. You know, it's worth speaking up over. But if it's some of these lesser, lesser things, we need to evaluate. It doesn't mean we can't have conversations about lesser issues, about second and third tier issues. We can have those conversations, and they can be valuable and meaningful and good and even promote our spiritual growth, but we need to do so with the right perspective and the right attitude. This is ultimately a passage about making sure we love each other and making sure that we value diversity and that we are listening to people that perhaps we for a long time have looked down upon or, or assumed didn't have anything to teach us. Here's the reality about everyone in your church. There's something you can learn from them. I know this because everyone in your church was made in the image of God, bears God's image, uh, reflects his glory in some way. And then everyone who's bowed the knee to Jesus has been redeemed, right? So if the people in your church have been redeemed, they have something to teach you. So let's humble ourselves and go to the people in our churches uh, with a desire to learn from them and engage them and get to know them and honor them. So... Last question of the leader guide is this, question 14. What is one step you could take toward loving or serving a brother or sister in Christ better? Sometimes we just ask, how, how can we love people? But we don't think about how we can love them better. One simple way you could love someone better this week is by asking them questions, learning about them, learning about what they're into and what they're about, what they care about. So that's a really simple thing you can send your students out to do. Let's ask each other questions and really listen. Really get to know one another and where we're coming from. Let's think the best of each other before we start judging and throwing stones. Um, because this is part of how we show the world that we are, the, we are disciples of Jesus. Jesus said that. The world will know that you are my disciples by your love for one another. It's been great being in Romans with you. I hope that this has been encouraging for you. Um, in coming uh, podcasts, in coming quarters, I plan to hopefully have some guests on, hopefully maybe uh, uh, – consistent guest. I'm looking at hiring an editor hopefully pretty soon uh, for this team. And once we do, hopefully that editor and I can co-lead this podcast and it can kind of be more conversational. I think you'll enjoy listening to it a bit more that way. So that's kind of what we're planning going forward. Um, but stay tuned for more episodes of this podcast as uh, our next quarter releases on Proverbs and Song of Solomon. That's what's coming up next, Proverbs and Song of Songs. And then after that, we'll be in the book of Isaiah. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. 
Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com. 